Hello everyone. Tonight I'm going to talk about the infamous Amityville Horror. And I'm going to begin where it all began. With Ronald DeFeo Jr. At around 6.30 p.m. on November 13, 1974, Ronald DeFeo Jr., who was 23 years old at the time, went into Henry's Bar in Amityville, Long Island, New York, and said to the bar patrons, You got to help me. I think my mother and father are shot. Ronald Jr. and a small group of people from the bar went to 112 Ocean Avenue, which was located near the bar, and found that his parents were dead inside the house. One of the guys in the group, which was a friend of Ronald Jr.'s named Joe Yeswit, called the, called the police, and when the Suffolk County Police got there, they searched the house and found that six members of the family were dead in their beds. The deceased were Ronald Jr.'s parents, his dad, Ronald DeFeo Sr., who was 43, his mother, Louise DeFeo, who was also 43, and his four siblings, his two sisters, Dawn, 18, and Allison, 13, his two brothers, Mark 12 and John 9. They had all been shot around 3 a.m. in the morning of that day. The children had been shot a single time while the parents had received two shots each. Physical evidence suggested that Louise DeFeo and her daughter, Allison, had been awake at the time of their deaths. According to Suffolk County Police, the victims were all found lying face down in bed. The DeFeo family had lived at 112 Ocean Avenue since buying it in 1965. They were later buried in St. Charles Cemetery and Farmingdale. Ronald DeFeo Jr. also went by Butch. He was the oldest of the DeFeo children and the surviving member of the family. He was taken to the police station for his own protection after he suggested at the scene of the crime that the killings had been carried out by a mob hitman named Louis Fellini. The following day, he confessed to carrying out the killings himself after Fellini, the alleged hitman, had an alibi that proved he had been out of town when the killings took place. DeFeo Jr. told the detectives, once I started, I just couldn't stop. It went so fast. He also admitted 
that after the killings he had taken a bath and redressed. Ronald Jr.'s trial began on October 14, 1975. He and his defense lawyer, William Weber, mounted an affirmative defense of insanity, with Ronald Jr. claiming that he had killed his family in self-defense because he heard their voices plotting against him. The insanity plea was supported by the psychiatrist for the defense, Daniel Schwartz. The, the psychiatrist for the prosecution, Dr. Harold Zolan, said, although DeFeo was a user of heroin and LSD, he had antisocial personality disorder and was aware of his actions at the time of the crime. The trial's judge, Thomas Stark, said that Ronald Jr.'s crimes were the most heinous murders committed in Suffolk County since its founding. On November 21, 1975, Ronald Jr. was found guilty on six counts of second-degree murder. On December 4, 1975, Judge Thomas Stark sentenced DeFeo to six sentences of 25 years to life. Ronald Jr. was held at the Sullivan Correctional Facility in the town of Fallsburg, New York, and until his death, all of his appeals and requests to the parole board had been denied. There are many controversies surrounding the Ronald DeFeo Jr. case. All six of the victims were found face down in their beds with no sign of a struggle. The police investigation found that the rifle had not been fitted with a sound suppressor and found no evidence of sedatives having been administered, even though Ronald Jr. claimed during his interrogation that he had drugged his family. Ronald Jr had a volatile relationship with his father, but the motive for the killings still remains unclear. He asked police what he had to do in order to collect on his father's life insurance, which prompted the prosecution to suggest at trial that his motive was to collect on the life insurance policies of his parents. After his conviction, Ronald Jr. gave several varying accounts of how the killings had been carried out. In a 1986 interview for Newsday, Ronald Jr. claimed his sister Dawn killed their father and then their distraught mother killed all of his siblings, apparently with a rifle, before he killed his mother. He stated that he took the blame because he was afraid to say anything negative about his mother to her father, Michael Briganti Sr., and his father's uncle, out of fear that they would kill him. His father's uncle was Peter DeFeo. He was a member of the Genovese crime family.
In this interview, DeFeo also asserted he was married at the time of the murders to a woman named Geraldine Gates, with whom he was living in New Jersey, and that his mother phoned to ask him to return to Amityville to break up a fight between Dawn and his father. He drove. He then drove to Amityville with Geraldine's brother, Richard, who was with him at the time of the murders and could verify his story completely. In 1990, Ronald Jr. filed a 4040 motion, which is a proceeding to have his conviction vacated. In support of his motion, Ronald Jr. asserted that Dawn and an unknown assailant who fled the house before he could get a good look at him killed their parents and Dawn subsequently killed their siblings. He said the only person he killed was Dawn and that it was by accident as they struggled over the rifle. Again, he, he claimed he was married to Geraldine and that her brother was with him at the time of the murders. An affidavit from Richard, Geraldine's brother, was submitted to the court and it was and it was said he could not be located to testify in person. Evidence was submitted to the court by the Suffolk County District Attorney's Office suggesting that Richard did not exist and that Geraldine Gates was living in upstate New York married to someone else at the time of those murders. Geraldine Gates did not testify at this hearing because the authorities had already confronted her about the false claims in 1992. They got a statement under oath where she admitted her brother was fictitious and that she did not actually marry Ronald Jr. until 1989 in anticipation of the filing of the 4040 motion. <clears throat> Judge Stark denied the motion, writing, I find the testimony of the defendant overall to be false and fabricated. His testimony that during the fall of 1974 he was married and lived with his wife and child at Long Branch, New Jersey, is incredible and not worthy of belief. He produced no corroborating evidence in this regard. Another reason for my disbelief of, of the defendant's testimony is demonstrated by consideration of several portions of the trial testimony. He signed a lengthy written statement describing in details his activities. In this statement, he said that he lived with his family at 112 Ocean Avenue in Amityville and that he worked for his father, that he usually went to and from work with his father, that he was ill and stayed home from work on November 12, 1974, that he was on probation for having stolen an outbound, an outboard engine and had an appointment to see his probation officer in Amityville on that very afternoon. Defendant's girlfriend, Mindy Weiss testified that she began dating the defendant in June 1974 and was with him frequently that summer and fall. Stark further declared defendant's testimony that he did not shoot and kill the members of his family is likewise incredible and not worthy of belief. On November 30, 2000, Ronald Jr. met with Rick Osuna, the author of The Night the DeFeos Died, which was published in 2002. Osuna said they spoke for about six hours. 
In a letter to the radio show host Lou Gentile, Ronald Jr. denied giving Rick Osuna information that could be used in his book. He claimed he immediately left the interview and did not speak to Osuna about anything. According to Osuna, Ronald Jr. claimed he had committed the murders with his sister Dawn and two friends, Augie DeGenero and Bobby Kelsky, out of desperation because his parents had plotted to kill him. Allegedly, Ronald Jr. claimed that after a furious row with his father, he and his sister planned to kill their parents and that Dawn murdered the children in order to eliminate them as witnesses. It's hard to believe anything that he says because he just kept changing the narrative. Skeptic Joe Nickel noted that given the, the frequency with which Ronald Jr. has changed his story over the years, any new claims from him regarding the events that took place on the night of the murders should be approached with caution. I agree. Most of the claims made in Rick Osuna's book are sourced to Ronald Jr.'s ex-wife, Geraldine Gates. While in the 1986 interview with Newsday, she asserted she married Ronald Jr. in 1974. In Osuna's book, she alleges they married in 1970. Their 1993 divorce case says that they met in 1985, married in 1989, and divorced in 1993. Ronald DeFeo Jr. died at age 69 on March 12, 2021 at the Albany Medical Center. The official cost of his death has not been released to the public. In December 1975, George and Kathy Lutz moved into the infamous Amityville Horror House. They bought it for a still. No wonder it was the setting of a mass murder. The couple moved in with Kathy's three children from a previous marriage. But 28 days later, they fled from the house. Within days of moving in, Strange activity started. There were odors in the house that came and went. There were sounds. They would hear the front door slam shut in the middle of the night. And they couldn't get warm. The happenings only got stranger. They said they found strange, gelatinous drops on the carpet. Kathy Lutz even claimed that the gelatinous drops formed into an old woman, and George claimed that the old woman levitated. When the family fled, they left behind all their belongings. 
Years later, the Lutz worked with author Jay Anson to create the Amityville Horror. He used 45 hours of tape recordings from the couple. As with most paranormal claims, there exists believers and non-believers. George and Kathy Lutz met many disbelievers and those who called it all a commercial hoax. The current owners of the house have attempted to debunk the story, claiming that after they moved in, that it didn't add up. While the very priest depicted in the book reportedly claimed he didn't experience any of the paranormal effects the book said he did. George Lutz remained adamant in his story of what happened, but admitted that some parts of the story, including the famous green slime, were only embellishments. Kathy and George Lutz divorced in 1980 and have both since passed away. Kathy died of emphysema in 2004 and George died of heart disease in 2006. Their children have tended to stay away from the spotlight, especially their daughter, Missy. Their son, Daniel Lutz, appeared in the 2013 documentary, My Amityville Horror, and remained adamant that the hauntings did, in fact, happen. While their son, Christopher Corin, Tino claimed to the Seattle Times that although the book was not a hoax, it was extremely amplified. He said he regularly clashed with his stepfather and moved away from the family when he was only 16. The infamous Amityville Horror House at 112 Ocean Avenue has new owners. After being bought in 2017 for 605000 And it no longer looks like the iconic structure since being renovated. So what do y'all think? Do you think Ronald DeFeo Jr. was mentally ill? Do you think he did it for the insurance money? What I think is, I think Ronald DeFeo Jr. murdered his family for the insurance money. And I believe the Lutz probably did experience paranormal activity at the infamous Amityville Horror House. There were six tragic murders that occurred in that house. I would be more surprised if there was no paranormal activity in that house than if there was. 
but I do believe they embellished some details about what they experienced. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of Gallows Bird with Angela Martin, and good night.